Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey Carrie, you know what today is? Mother's Day? You got it. Happy Mother's Day, guys. Yes. In honor of our special day, we thought we would do a little rundown. A rundown, our recurring segment where we dissect some things. And today we're going to dissect the reason we're all here, motherhood. I mean, I was literally dissected in order to become a mother with my C-section. You were. Yeah. And you almost died. So you deserve this day. It's true. I'm buying myself a bamboo organic cotton (laughs) waffle robe, robe, which is like the most old lady Mother's Day-ish thing ever, but I'm so into it. That's all right. I think I'm going to buy myself a rug for the living room. So, you know. (laughs) You know you are blank years old when that's your Mother's Day choice. But guys, this podcast wouldn't be around if it wasn't for the fact that we became mothers. It's true. So in honor of that, how about you and I talk a little bit about some of our favorite or not so favorite things about being a mother? The Rundown. What's the deal with not being able to take a shit in peace? (laughs) Well, I feel like I was used to that because my dog won't let me take a shit in peace. However, at least he sort of... He's quiet. And also he eventually just lays on my feet, which is honestly quite relaxing. But sometimes he has to start by jumping up on my lap and I'm like, hmm, okay. Also, we know for a fact that dogs come into the room while you're pooping or going to the bathroom because it's like they're protecting you. Right. It's the same reason they maintain eye contact with you when they're pooping. Right, but my child is not protecting me when no. she... <laughs> No, my child is doing the opposite. Fashion just like comes on in and like flushes the toilet while I'm mid poop. <laughs> he's like, this is a courtesy flush. No, he's just like, this is a new game where I flush the toilet and don't care what you're doing. Maybe he knows that you like a bidet and he's just trying to give you a bidet oh. experience. <laughs> What's the deal with kids needing to play all day, all day, as Sebastian says? What's the deal with it? I mean, the better question is, what's the deal with kids having the most amount of energy like they've done a million lines of cocaine. So much. Except it's like they haven't. It's Luna like this. If you give Sebastian like one cookie or one little chocolate thing, he is bouncing off the wall. I can't tell yet because she only has two energies, which is bouncing off the walls all the time or cranky puss. So I can't even tell the difference about when I give her sugar or when I don't give her sugar because it's just like two levels. I guess three levels. Cranky, dead asleep, and off the rails. Oh, well, you're lucky. What's the deal with With? children constantly pinching and pulling on your nipples? All the time. And let me tell you, that doesn't stop. Sebastian sometimes just rests his hand on my boobs. I think all kids have like a boob fixation. I mean, it makes makes sense. sense. And Lee does the same thing. So I guess you never really grow out of it. I don't mind the hand resting. It's the pulling and the pinching. She basically uses my nipple as like a climbing wall. Like she grabs on it and then uses it to belay or whatever the word is. On belay. (laughs) Up my body. She's like, oh, this is a great hook. Now I get my hand here and then I put my foot on her leg and then next thing I'll know, I'll be on her head. 
basically. <sighs> the worst. What's the deal with a child telling you they want to eat one thing and the second they get it, they don't want to eat it anymore? Oh, God. 27 breakfasts. Ugh. What's the deal with that? Because that drives me crazy. What's the deal with you make the same exact thing for you and your child? Your kid won't eat the one that's on their plate and instead they steal everything that's on your plate. Yes. It's the same thing. It's just cut it's different. It's the same thing. <sighs> Sebastian, when there's a cookie or my mom made really, really, really good homemade scones, when there's something like sweet around, he wants one fully to himself. He throws a shit fit if you have to share. Then he goes around and tries to take a bite of everyone's in addition to eating the one he already has. And if you don't give him a bite of yours, he also throws a shit fit. That greedy little jerk. What a little dickhead. What's the deal with the throwing the cup on the floor the entire time they eat. And the minute you say, don't throw that cup on the floor, they drop it again and again. Sebastian throws a fork, too. Oh, my God. Like, we get it. You understand gravity. Give it up. And also, you love making a mess. So annoying. And I mean, what's the deal with throwing water in the bathtub? I understand a splash, but Luna takes an entire cup of water and flings it at me. Yep. Sometimes Sebastian will take the wet washcloth and just fling it also. (laughs) I don't understand why. What's the deal with kids putting every single thing that could kill them in their mouth? Everything. It's like all the non-killing things they just ignore. It's like there's a hot seeking bright light that's like put me in your mouth and it's everything that could maim, kill, or ER visit them. Like look at this beautiful lollipop I could have or I could stick rat poison in my mouth. (laughs) Exactly. Not that we have rat poison laying around but if we did I'm sure he would go with that instead. I was gonna say or he'll just find it. Right. He'll like venture somewhere to find it. What's the deal with kids going from snuggle, snuggle kiss to straight up clocking you in the face on purpose? (sighs) I get a head to the head every day. Like a psychopathic button gets switched and it happens so quickly that I notice it in the eyes, but I do not have enough time to react. Yep. I don't get it. Every single day, Sebastian bangs his head into my head and it is on purpose. (sighs) And I can't understand understand why. What's the deal with my child trying to dig so far up into her vagina that I can't even find her hand? Uh, what's the deal with Sebastian constantly tugging on his ween and balls? <laughs> constantly. To the point where we're like, do you have to go pee-pee? And he's like, no. He's like, funny, why do you ask? What made you think that, mom? Ugh. What's the deal with still to this day, almost 18 months postpartum, when my child cries, my boobs hurt? Oh, really? I don't have that problem. I don't have that. What's the deal? They don't fill like with milk like they used to, but they still kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's psychosomatic. Maybe I'm just crazy. It pains me a little bit. My boobs are like, yeah, we're done. (laughs) Bye-bye. You don't even know you have boobs anymore. Yeah. They're like the gravitational pull has gotten the best of us. So we are, uh, we're done. Enjoy the rest of your life. What's the deal with after having a baby, the hair texture change and never fucking goes back? Never goes back. I mean, Sebastian's going to be three soon and my hair texture is totally different. I used to have beautiful hair, Carrie. I used to have beautiful everything. I mean, same. In addition, that sounded so conceited. I don't even care if it's conceited. In addition, I have like Walter Matthau eyebrows now. <laughs> they grow in weird directions and then sometimes they're curly or sometimes they're straight and stick right out. Like, I have legit old man eyebrows. (laughs) What's the deal with my old man eyebrows? What's some other shit that changed? What's the deal with the permanent hemorrhoids I have from child labor? What's the deal with me not having a waist anymore? 
<laughs> it just is like one line. I look like a kid's drawing of a mother, basically. What's the deal with my metabolism? Where did it go? <laughs> What's the deal with this extra chin I have? What's the deal with the fact that I eat so much less now because all I do is eat whatever Luna is not eating, which I guess sometimes is a lot. Oh, good for you. Sometimes she just doesn't eat anything and then I'm eating all the food. But what's the deal with me running around like a crazy person all day and not eating so much and yet gaining more and more weight. It's that metabolism. Ugh, it man. sucks. What's the deal with my fucked up metabolism? What's the deal with Gogurt? Frozen Gogurt? And why does my son love it so much? Why does he live for a yogurt pop? Why does it being in a tube make some sort of difference? It's probably <laughs> the same fucking. You could probably make your thing. own Gogurt. Just get some yes. yogurt. It's like Danon. It's the same shit. The strangest thing is Luna does not like yogurt. She only likes squeeze pouch yogurt. She doesn't want to mm. drink yogurt in a cup. Have you frozen it? No, I should try oh, that. That's why. We keep our yogurt in the freezer. A, it lasts longer. We have some. I'll do that. That's genius. Pro tip, freeze your yogurt. Doesn't go bad and your kid will be obsessed for some reason. What's the deal? I don't know. I just wanted to say what's the deal. What's the deal with never being able to sleep in again, ever? Never. Never. Oh. And even when you can. I wake up because I'm constantly like checking. Oh, no. No, I don't have that issue. <laughs> What's the deal with Ashley not having the same issues as me? What's the deal with Ashley being like, yeah, he's fine in the middle of the night? What's the deal with constantly saying, I'm a big boy, I'm a big boy. And then when I ask him to do a big boy thing, he says he's a baby. <laughs> What's the deal with that? I feel like Lee does the same thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think men ever grow out of that. What's the deal with Luna being a teenager at 18 months? <sighs> she's picking out her own clothes. She's slamming doors. She's trying to leave the house. She's trying to leave the house. When I say stuff to her, she just goes, no. The other day I goes, do I look pretty, Luna? And she goes, no. That's right. I was that mother that was so needy in this quarantine that I asked my child if I looked pretty. And then she just simply went, no. It's <laughs> like you. Bitch. That's so amazing. Uh... And she did it with like full attitude. She is a freaking teenager. Ugh. Sebastian will just shush me. Like if I say like Sebastian get over here, he'll go shh and he puts his <laughs> finger in front of his mouth and everything goes shh. I don't know what's worse. What's the deal with how most children's books suck ball sacks? What's the deal with the fact that my son only wants to read holiday books all year <laughs> long, whether it's Halloween or Christmas? Also, what's the deal with the fact that he sings Jingle Bells all year long? He did. He sang it to me yesterday. Yeah. He actually did a mashup of like Itsy Bitsy Spider, Wheels on the Bus, Jingle Bells, and then something else. But here's the thing. Is it that children's books suck so bad, or is it the fact that we have to read the same one 37 Seven times a day that makes them bad. Um, I think it depends on the book because there are definitely books where I'm like, okay, this isn't a bad book. I just don't want to read it again. And then there are some that are just so bad. And we have this one book. It's called like Stories for Two-Year-Olds. And it's like a compilation of Mickey-oriented stories. And Already hate it. I'm triggered. I hate it. It's so annoying. There's one where like Pluto goes to the airport and he keeps his airplane ticket in the pilot hat he decides to wear. <laughs> and then he runs into a bunch of pilots 
pilot and all our hats come flying off and he takes the wrong hat. And to find his ticket, Mickey goes into the air traffic control tower and starts talking to the air traffic controllers. Then Goofy runs right onto the tarmac and stops planes. Like, this is a pre-9-11 I was world. just gonna say, this book was written pre-9-11. Also, if he had a pilot's hat, you think that they would let him slide. I mean, thank God they didn't, though. The guy... <laughs> can't even keep his ticket. That's why he's goofy. And then when he finds his ticket, he puts it, he's like, I'm not going to lose it again. And he puts it into his shoe that has a hole. Well, let me just tell you, one time my brother put poop in his shoe. So I feel like that's a popular place to put items. (laughs) The only thing I've been putting in my shoe is my foot. Also, Goofy, put it in your Apple wallet, okay? Yeah, like get your shit together. Put it in your fucking pocket if you need to. What's the deal with kids' sneakers being almost as expensive as adult sneakers? And sweatpants. Can we say sweatpants? Sweatpants, too, because my mom bought Sebastian a pair of $75 sweatpants. Well, that's ridiculous. I don't even own $75 sweatpants. Me neither. I refuse. He's going to grow out of them in five seconds. Definitely is going to paint them or piss in them. I will say they have lasted for like a very long time and still have room to grow. He better get married in them. I mean, truly. What a baller move to get married in sweatpants. Anyway. Is it or is it the saddest thing? Also, what's the deal with kids, nails, and earwax? growing back so quickly. Once a week, I have to cut my kids' nails and like once every two days, I have to manage the earwax that is falling out of her ear. One time I found a big orange glob of it in the sheets of her crib. I just stick my finger in there. I do too, but you better believe I took that earwax and smelled it. I like the smell of my kids' earwax. I like any smell that comes out of my kids' body. I feel like that's one of those things you don't need to say out loud. Whatever. I'm here to tell you guys that this is a show about being a mother where it is Balls out. What's the deal with Carrie smelling (laughs) baby earwax, you know? Only my own kids. Oh. Just like you liked Seba's cute little turd. Oh my God, it was so cute. I think you would have liked it too. It was just so comically adorable. I know, but I also like think that your kid is my kid. So Uh, yeah, I love your kid like that. that. Yeah, anyway. He's real sweet. You actually call to talk to him sometimes. I do. We have a relationship and not in a creepy way. He says, hi, Kelly. Oh my God, it's so cute. What's the deal with now that I have a baby, I find most babies cute when before I didn't like babies. (sighs) What's the deal with the fact that I go on TikTok and find the baby videos the most enjoyable. What happened to us? We used to be- I hated baby videos. Me too. What's the deal with us being horrible now? Even ugly babies. I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't even find babies ugly anymore, and I used to find them all ugly. Uh, I mean, sometimes I don't think they're so cute. To be honest. I know, but then something's charming about them. It's like an ugly dog. Like, ugly dogs, I find so charming. Yeah, but dogs are different. Everyone finds ugly dogs charming. Got it. Unless you're, like, a monster. A horrible person. (laughs) A sociopath. What's the deal with kids being born without kneecaps? Right? And what's the deal with their skulls being not fully formed? I mean, that one makes more sense. But, like, why no kneecaps? What's the deal with growing a person inside your body? Yeah, what's the deal with that? That is, but that's one of those things where you're like, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, whatever. And then you actually have a person growing in your body and you're like, what? And the fact that for a long time, you don't even know it's happening. I don't mean like a long time. It's just like, you don't, it doesn't seem like anything until it seems like something. And then you're like, whoa. And you don't even have to do anything. It's not like my sourdough starter. It's not like I have to feed it every day. I just, I mean, you have to eat, but 
it just everything is just happening inside and of you. And you don't have to be like today we need to grow some eyeballs. It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. That is really the biggest what's the deal? Like what's the deal with the fact that you have sex and then you have a baby that grows inside of you? And then like generally, I'm not going to say all of us, but generally most of us really love those little people. Yeah, what's the deal with like chemicals that make that happen? Yes. And it kind of makes all of that other shit we just talked about totally worth it. And what's the deal with no matter how terribly shitty your kid is, you look at them when you're sleeping and you want to eat them. When they're sleeping? Yeah, because they are just angelic and cute. It is the sweetest thing And you just want to like lick them and eat them. Like also, what's the deal with when we love something, we want to eat it or lick it? Sometimes I watch TV with Sebastian's gummy little ear in my mouth. Oh my God, it's so cute. I know that's weird. I don't really care. What's no more weird than me smelling my child's earwax? Well, I'd say that's a little weirder. (laughs) Listen, don't judge. (laughs) And what's the deal with even if you only want one, every once in a while when they're just so cute, you just kind of want another. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. God, and what's the deal with forever they'll be your kid? Forever they're your kid. Forever. I know, but also what's the deal with the fact, and I hate to be cliche, but I'm gonna go here. Every day is a fucking eternity, but the time goes by so, so quickly, and you're just like, please stop. I love my little muffin. Don't grow up any bigger. I do have to say, man, I know it's a cliche, but I have never experienced a love like this ever in my entire life, and I thought that I could love my dog or my partner. This is next level, crack you wide open. And then kind of another beautiful thing is I feel like when you're, not to be totally yogic, but when you're cracked wide open by this kind of love, it increases the way that you can love other things. I agree. I don't want to speak for everyone, but in my instance, I feel like I changed as a person in a lot of ways. I've grown as a person in a lot of ways. I love my husband more. You know, there's a lot of, it's brought us closer. I'm just very grateful for that little thing. I remember when I was a little girl going to my mom on Mother's Day and saying, Mom, when is Kids Day? And my mom looked at me. (laughs) She goes, Kids Day is every day. And I was like, no, it's not. And now, as a mother, I totally get it. Kids Day is every fucking day. Let me have this one day. Also, what's the deal with Kids Day being every fucking day? (laughs) Yeah. Let us have this one day. And on that note, I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful Mother's Day. I just want to say that becoming a mother introduced me to the best group ever, which is other mothers. And before I was a mother, I didn't think mothers groups were all that fun. But let me just tell you, when you have the right mom tourage, it is the fucking shit. Amen. Happy Mother's Day, Carrie. Happy Mother's Day, Ash. Hashtag swag bag. We're doing a special little hashtag swag bag on this Mother's Day. Carrie and I have decided we are going to carve out a little bit of time to play some Golden Girls printable bingo with each other. I mean, a little celebration with each other. The best. Love the Golden Girls. Which one are you? I think I'm maybe a Sophia and occasionally a Blanche, but I think I'm definitely a Sophia and I kind of look like a Sophia, to be honest with you. You do kind of look like a Sophia. I feel like I'm a Dorothy with a touch of Rose. Picture this. 
this. Sicily, 1947. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait to play that with you. I'm so excited. I'm so ex- you can find it at primeparty.com. It's pretty great. For $5, you print out your bingo sheets. You can play it over FaceTime with your friends or Zoom or whatever the hell you want to play it with. Use some M&Ms as like your bingo spots or whatever. I think it's so cute and so fun. And the Golden Girls are kind of the best way to celebrate Mother's Day. Seriously. Also, I'm totally using Cool Ranch Doritos as my bingo chips. Oh, duh. Carrie, thank you for being a friend. Oh, thank you for being a friend. And all of you out there, happy Mother's Day. Stop listening to podcasts and go spend some time with by yourself. Treat yourself. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or MamaDramaBand.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.